Never doubt the zone. Make you eat the crow. Laughing in your face. Laughing to the bank. She can keep the push. And another great sports weekend in the books. We had F1 in Vegas. We had week 11 in the NFL. International football, international soccer, ATP finals. A lot of a lot of interesting stuff happened this weekend. Um, definitely a lot of stuff to watch on your phone when you're out with your girl. You know, having it on the side, there was always something on. Um, college football was good too. Uh, USC loses to UCLA. There's a lot of good stuff this weekend. But let's talk about Monday Night Football. Eagles beat the Chiefs. Eagles get the Super Bowl revenge, twenty-one to seventeen. Um, not gonna lie, it wasn't the best matchup. It wasn't the best matchup. Not gonna lie, um, the Super Bowl obviously was way better, more entertaining. The Chiefs don't score in the second half at all. Something that they've really struggled. I think they're the worst scoring second half team in the whole NFL. And when you have Patrick Mahomes, that's a pretty, pretty damning statistic. Like that's the the Kansas City offense is just atrocious. They get shut out in the second half. They're leading seventeen seven at the half and they don't score at all in the second half so yeah the Chiefs defense is probably the best that Mahomes has had but this is definitely the worst offense that Mahomes has had as a Chief or like in his career and for the Eagles I mean they just keep they just keep thugging it out they just keep thugging it out they keep squeaking by there was a soundbite I forgot who was talking but they were like not the prettiest win but we got it you know, and that's that's kind of been the Eagles MO this year. You clearly see that Hurts is hurt. Hurts is hurt for surely. Like he's not running as fast. He doesn't have that burst when he breaks into the into the open. When he's scrambling, he doesn't have that burst. And I mean it is what it is. I don't think his needs like they they're coming off a bye and he still looks that way. So I don't think he's gonna heal or get any better as the season goes on. Like this this is just kinda like the version of Hurts we're gonna get this year. And, you know, if, if the Eagles play as a team, if they, you know, their defense steps up, running game's kind of good. Um, you get a couple good catches by Devontae Smith or or uh, A.J. Brown. Like, this this is still a winning formula, even with Jalen Hurts, you know, barely throwing for 150 yards, no touchdowns through the air. Like, this, this could still get you, this could still get you far in the playoffs because their defense isn't the best, but it, it, it could, uh, it could do enough. It could be serviceable. As far as the Chiefs, Chiefs need some wide receivers. Trade deadline has already passed. There's not too much out there on the free agency. Um, you know, like even the Eagles picked up Julio Jones. Like who are the Chiefs going to pick up? Like they try to trade for MVS. They traded back for him. I believe he went to the Jets and he was getting no playing time. He comes to the Chiefs. He's he's that vertical threat that they've been missing theoretically. And he has a huge drop yesterday. Like like nasty job like yeah mvs was angry after the games hitting his helmet on the on the wall but like dude just make that catch it's not the easiest catch but it's a makeable catch it's like kind of full half extension almost full extension running as fast as you can trying to track the ball that's hard that's hard but that's why you're a professional and come on you gotta bail out mahomes in that situation you gotta bail him out and then on fourth down fourth and like forever the ball hits Watson in the hands and he can't reel it in. Like, come on, man. You guys gotta you guys gotta give Mahomes a, a better a better chance. Like he man's doing everything he can to keep the team, you know, alive and wide receivers are not are not coming through. And that's 
that could be the downfall for the Chiefs this year. As good as their defense is, their offense has been shown to be able to shut down for a complete half, especially the second half. Like once, once they break that script from the first like what ten plays that uh, every offensive coordinator usually scripts the first like few plays first series, and they get a little momentum. Once you get the pause at halftime, they just come out flat the second half. It's like the team figure, the defense figures them out. Um, Kelsey had a couple jobs. Watson had a couple jobs. MVS had the huge job. Overall. It was a kind of slow game. There were some turnovers. It, it was it was not a bad game by any means, but this season overall, the NFL has felt more defensive. It, it, whether it's because there's a lot of quarterbacks that are hurt, that are out for the season. You got Rodgers. You got um. You got Cousins. You got Watson. Um. There's another one. You got um. Uh, Burrow now yeah there's a lot of quarterbacks that are missing and a lot of some of them aren't playing good a lot of rookies aren't playing uh, that great Mac Jones took a step back there's a lot of bad quarterback play right now there's a lot of backups so it does feel this season particularly does feel like the defense is kind of winning the tug of war which is refreshing it's refreshing to see um and it's cool to see defenses kind of get the upper hand on offenses but this year overall, with like not the most entertaining um, primetime matches and just some, on, honestly, there's been some lackluster weeks, in my opinion, for the NFL. Uh, I do see why it's, it's become very evident why the NFL is pushing player safety for, for once, first and foremost. Like you want to keep your quarterbacks out there. You want to keep your stars out there and why they're leaning towards the offense. Because, yeah, defense is cool. Defense is fun. Defense, like you have a couple good defenses in the league that could shut down everybody. That's cool. That's tight. But when the league, when defense is winning, like across the board, across the league, it's not that fun. Yeah, uh, like I would, I would, really, I would, I would much, I would much rather have the Eagles and the Chiefs go 35-28 or something. That's just my opinion, but. I could be wrong. I could be a casual. You could call me casual. I could just be like a go watch arena football or something. I get it. I get it. But that's just my my two cents. Like I wish I wish quarterback play was a little better this year. I wish Jalen Hurts was healthy. I wish Burrow was healthy. I wish Aaron Rodgers was healthy. I wish Cousins was healthy. I wish uh, um, freaking Russell Wilson turned it around earlier. Uh, yeah, like if, imagine we had all those people playing. And then, you know, we get this uh, last four weeks version of Russell Wilson. And, like, we, you, there's a lot of good stuff that could be happening of all these quarterbacks and these offenses are playing better. But overall, great win for the Eagles. Congratulations to Jason Kelsey. Finally gets a victory over his brother. And everyone knew they were going to talk about that the whole game, and they did. Um, and the Manny cast, like, if you switch away from the regular cast to the Manny cast, Manny cast is great when they're talking about football and when they're focusing on the game. And you're watching the game and you're getting cool stories and but you're getting the Mannings breaking down the game. When they get these guests that just don't really talk about the game and you get the two Mannings just talking about something else and asking you questions that relate nothing to the game, in my opinion, it kind of takes away from the from the viewing experience. Like if they're focusing on the game and you get the Manning the Manning brothers like humor and laughter and all that stuff, some cool uh like references and like some cool guests that watch the game to give their like when Mahomes was there that was cool but you get some guests and you just steer too far away from the game and then it's just I don't know 
it makes me it makes me put it back at least for a little bit back to like Aikman and and uh Joe Buck. Like I'm like I'm trying to watch the game. I'm trying to I'm trying to focus on the game. They do have cool reactions. Manny Cast is cool and both of them are hilarious, but I I have been feeling that way a little bit where it's like come on man, let's just talk about the game. But congrats to the Eagles. And Chiefs Chiefs might be in trouble if they don't find a wide receiver. At least when they play the the elite teams, the elite teams. But the AFC right now has shitty quarterbacks making the playoffs. So we'll see uh we'll see how it plays out. Okay, Brandon Staley goes off against a freaking media guy in the press conference. And that really rubbed me the wrong way. Because, my dude, your defense is terrible. Your defense is terrible. You're spending so much money on all these elite players. We'll see if Bosa is done for the season. I think they're going to put him on IR for a couple of weeks. But, nevertheless, he has the second highest payroll defense in the league. He's supposed to be a defensive guru. He's not an offensive guy, so he's not, like, you know, making Herbert better. He, usually that's the best type of uh, quarterback-coach relationship that you could have. If you have a young quarterback, you have a offensive-minded coach so they could stay together so that as long as the coach is hired, your quarterback's never going to, you know, have to learn a new system. He's, you guys are going to be able to grow together. Um, yeah, but Brandon Staley was supposed to be a defensive guru. And what have we seen so far? Like, his defense just keeps getting worse and worse. And I think it's a valid question to ask Brandon Staley week in, week out. Are you going to keep calling the defense if he's just having blunder after blunder out there? If you have cornerbacks missing their assignment, letting wide open wide receivers for the game-winning touchdowns. If you're making Jordan Love look like prime Aaron Rodgers, like homie hadn't thrown for 300 yards the whole season and against a Brandon Staley vaunted defense that he's coaching right that he believes in his system that uh they keep getting better and better that's a part of a team it's, it's not just one unit that defense keeps getting cooked every week keeps making the opposing quarterback look like a pro bowl perennial perennial pro bowler first team all pro like it's it's insane and for brandon staley to take out his frustrations against a reporter who like honestly, reporters do be asking some stupid questions. Some stupid questions sometimes. You, the reporters be asking some like they We've all seen those compilations on TikTok or YouTube, where it's like, bro, what? How did you get this media credential? How are you in this room right now? Like, like this game just happened, and you're asking this dumbass question. So by no means am I gonna be the defender of all reporters, but this guy's just asking a genuine you know, valid question. Like, dude, my guy, <laughs> your defense sucks. <laughs> Is it time to maybe pass it to somebody else? Maybe just focus on coaching or just being a delegator or something? I don't know. But he took it personal. He took it off. He, he took it up against that that reporter. And we'll see. Now he's going to be even more under the microscope. If it was up to me, he would have been fired after the Jaguars game in the playoffs. But now, for surely, like, if, if he loses one more game, like, I don't know what the Spanos are, are waiting for. They're cheap. They're known for being cheap. They're they're probably the cheapest owners in the league. So it doesn't really surprise me that, you know, they don't want to pay Staley for nothing. And they don't want to pay another coach. They're, like, they're doing the most. Just fire this guy already. He lost. You could tell he's he's a dead man walking. He's a dead man walking. He knows it. He's frustrated. He's taking it out on, on a reporter. Uh, there's already been sound bites coming out of like the the locker room. Like I believe, um, 
the running back Eckler already said something like, "Oh, you know, like do you believe in the system or something like that?" It's like, "Oh, I don't have another choice." I forgot what he said, but you could tell the locker room's already given up on him. Herbert is showing his frustrations more and more. Like he went off on the center for not hiking this week. Like there's there's a lot of stuff. Quinton Johnson bust like brick hands. Quinton Johnson MVS had two terrible jobs back to back days that could have given their teams a win. Or yeah, like terrible terrible i i it really rubbed me the wrong way what brandon say leaded to that poor reporter like come on man he's doing his job anyways chargers fire brandon staley stop wasting herbert's career man you can't do that to two quarterbacks you can't do that to philip rivers and then just turn around and do it to justin herbert save the man give him a coach that could actually that's competent we all know brandon staley's a dead man walking like get rid of this guy get rid of this guy he's done he's done and to wrap up this episode man Djokovic, man, I said at the U.S. Open, you got a fan of me now. I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stop hating on you. Like, let's let's leave it all behind. Like, I'm gonna appreciate your greatness. But homie wins the ATP Finals. He he looks dominant. He looks good. But before I get on the Djokovic side and I congratulate him and I give him his flowers because you know he he's won this shit so many times. He's he's been number one year and number one the most ever. Like he's my boy's goaded. All right, yeah, that's what you want to hear. He's goaded, but if I'm sinner, like, dude, if you lose your third round robin match in straight sets, Djokovic is out. Like, who was he playing? Holger Rune, I think. Like, at some point, it's not, it's not a, it's not a bad strategy. At some point, it's not ducking a fade. At some point, it's not you know running from the grind. At some point, it's not. Uh, you know, being a bitch to put it to put it in in layman's terms, like at some point you're just being smart. You're just being smart. You're playing the field. You're working the system to fit you. If Sinner loses his third round robin match, if you guys don't know, ATP Finals is kind of like the World Cup, like a group stage. There's four people on each side. Everyone plays each other on each group. You add up the points. Whoever has the most points goes up two from each group two out of four on this side two out of four from this side and then one plays against two one plays against two and then that's the semifinals winners play in the final because Djokovic lost in straight sets one of his round robin matches if or like he won one in three sets and then he lost one in straight sets if Sinner loses to Rune Hogan Rune in the third round robin match in straight sets Djokovic is gone. He's gone. He doesn't make it to the next round. He's eliminated in round robin. And Sinner was already qualified for the next round. So Sinner didn't need that match. Like, yeah, he's playing in Italy. He has the people back home. My guy, my back is hurting. My back is acting up. Like, I don't care, dude. This is not some regular guy. This is the greatest guy, the greatest tennis player of all time. And you haven't won a Grand Slam You've won a Masters 1000, but you haven't really won anything else. This could be the biggest title of your career. And instead of strategically playing it so that, you know, I'm already qualified. I'm going to take it easy against Hogarun. I could beat these guys. I, I already beat Djokovic. Like, if potentially I'm going to play him twice in one week, I'm going to have to beat the GOAT twice in one week. I don't think it's ever been done. And sure enough, it happened, and he loses, and Djokovic wins another one. And we got to give him his props. He's unreal. 
what he's doing at this age unreal unreal like there's not enough compliments that you could give him but if you're sinner yeah, i don't know man i get it don't run from the fade whoever whoever shows up shows up like like i'm gonna win every match i'm not scared of anyone if, if it happens it happens but my guy it's the goat it's the greatest of all time he won three grand slams this year at some point you guys you just gotta play it smart you gotta play it smart you gotta just be like you know what take it easy against hogaroon i'm already in the next round i could beat any of these other fools akras i got his number or right, i have beaten him several times already medvedev whoever's on the other side i got him hogaroon yeah you might beat me right now because i'm letting because i'm playing taking it easy I'll see you in the finals. We'll get the rematch going. You got to be smart. You got to be... Ah, dude, he's the greatest of all time. If someone tells me, I'm guaranteed a spot in the next round. If you lose the GOAT, <laughs> the number one player in the world, who won it, you know, playing not that many tournaments, three Grand Slams this year, is out if you lose. And you're guaranteed already a spot in the next round. My guy... <laughs> My back kind of hurts. Something. Like, ah, I mean, maybe that's why I'm not a pro. Because I would have done that. But once you're already there, you know, colmillo, they say. Colmillo, you got to be smart. You got you to gotta work the system. And Sinner didn't respect. He tried to go, you know, balls to the wall, head first. And that's what happened. He lost. He lost in the final. It wasn't the most competitive final. Djokovic outclassed him. You can't beat Djokovic twice in one week. That's insane. I'm his coaching staff. I'm telling him that. Twice in one week, bro, you're amazing. You're amazing for your age. You're probably going to win a couple Grand Slams. Dude, get him out of here. Send him, pack him. Send him back to Serbia. It's the end of the year. Send him back to Serbia. Lose against Hogarun. Get him out of there. Don't even worry about it no more. He doesn't. He beats Hogarun. Djokovic... Makes it to the next round, beats Alcaraz, beats Sinner, another another ATP finals to his collection. That should do it for this episode of the Hearts to Handle Sports Podcast. As always, I appreciate you so much if you made it to the end. Peace. Peace.